Go ahead and open up your Bibles to James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Appreciate uh, everybody uh, singing out and doing what they can, uh, learning these new songs. and uh, It's good to increase your repertoire, and, and uh, it's just a, a great benefit in, uh, the, for the song leader, really. Uh, being able to get up here and lead singing and have everybody who uh, gives it a gives it a the good old college try, you know, and that's uh, that's all you can ever ask for when it comes to leading these new songs, and everybody does that well, and I'm I'm very thankful for that. Appreciate um, so many of you uh, coming and and uh, uh, helping me out, giving me uh, remedies and whatnot of things to get rid of this awfulness. I appreciate that. Um, uh, some things I had never heard before, so congratulations on giving me new things to hear. Um, so that goes to you, Stan, actually. So, <laughs> but um, but I, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm very thankful for everybody, and uh, I just want you to know that I really do love this congregation. It's a great, uh, great congregation, of the Lord's Church. And I'm just uh, thankful to be a part of it. Uh, look at James chapter 1. We we went over uh, the f- uh, first few verses actually uh, a month ago this time. And we're going to look at uh, verses 5 through 8 tonight. It says, But if any of you lack uh, lacketh wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing doubting, for he that doubteth is like the surge of the sea driven by the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord, a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Uh, Look at verse 5. But if any of you lacketh wisdom. Now, I know that that's one of those things that you continue to work on uh, throughout your life, right? Now, what is wisdom? Well, wisdom is the application of knowledge. You, You have to have some knowledge to go along Uh, And be able to apply it in order to have wisdom. Uh, So when you're thinking about wisdom, this application of knowledge, how do you gain wisdom? Well, there are really two main ways the way I see it. Uh, And if you think of another way, you just let me know. But the two main things that I see is this. You either gain wisdom through one, experience, or through, number two, others experiences those are really the only two ways that i've i've seen it and you may come up with another but those are the two main ones right so but when we're thinking about it you know which one do we normally fall into do you learn more from seeing others do something or do you learn more from doing it yourself you know unfortunately Wisdom, a lot of times, comes from making a lot of mistakes. You go through and through life, and you make those mistakes, and then you realize, you know, that was not a good idea. I don't need to do that anymore. And you gain wisdom from those things. Some of us are a lot wiser than others, you know. But the the thing is, is that we all should attain some sort of level of wisdom every single one of us and so as we see in the have seen in the previous verses you know if we we uh, need to increase in patience 
But now we're talking about wisdom. If we lack wisdom, then how do we get that? How do we gain wisdom? Well, let's, let's continue to look. If any of you lacketh wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. So, what is it that we need to do? We need to ask the Father. We need to ask God for these things. Now, I don't know this. I don't know if this is something that is widespread, but this is something I heard several times growing up in the South. And people would say, you know, don't pray for patience. You know why you don't pray for patience? Because you just might get it. You know, and how do you get go through and get patience? The same way you get wisdom. You have to go through and experience some things. You have some long suffering and whatnot. So your your level of patience increases over time. Same thing with wisdom. It increases over time, but, but you have to go through things in order to get it. And so, you know, when people jokingly say that, it's like, you know, I know what you're doing. I know you're saying a joke, but the thing is, is we need to have patience. We need to have wisdom. We need to have both of these things. How do you get them? You need to ask God. Ask God the Father for them. It says, Who giveth to all liberally and upbraideth not. There are no strings attached. No, God is going to give it to you, and there's no strings attached. He's not going to take it back. You know, you, you've, you've heard of that, that saying, what? That, don't be an Indian giver? Well, what does that mean? Now, see, the, the Indians, they, they thought, what? Here, I'm going to give you something, but that's still mine. I'm going to take it back. And so they'd come back looking for it, and then people would say, hey, you gave this to me. You know, and that's where that term came from, being an Indian giver. You know, I, I, they, they thought that this was a gift, but really they were just getting to borrow it. Well, when it comes to wisdom and asking it of God, God is not going to take it back. He wants to give it, and he gives it to you liberally. He gives it to you overflowing, abounding. That's what he wants. He wants to give it to us. Verse 6, But let him ask in faith, nothing doubting. For he that doubteth is like the surge of the sea, driven by the wind and tossed. Let him ask in faith. You know, we, we look at Hebrews chapter 11, and we know that without faith it is impossible to please him. We also know from Romans 10 and verse 17 that in order to get faith, it's through the word of God that we have to study it. So we, we know that, right? So you, you have to ask in faith. Now, now what, what do we mean in this context? We mean that we believe that the Lord is going to give it to us. We believe that he is going to provide for us. So in specifically what we're talking about here is wisdom. So if we're praying for wisdom, then he's going to give it to us. And we need to ask that in faith, thinking that he's going to do that. But it says, says what about those who doubt? It says, nothing doubting, for he that doubteth is like the surge of the sea driven by the wind and tossed. So when, when we doubt and we go to God in prayer and we are doubting that he is going to provide for us, then we're like those waves of the sea. You know, have you, you ever been out on the ocean? Yeah, there's waves everywhere, right? Waves all over the place. Just, 
driven around by the wind. Matter of fact, we sang a song, and it was reminding me of something earlier, but uh, Brother Wally uh, led a song, and it was uh, Let the Lower Lights Be Burning, right? And so you know, we, we need to keep those lower lights burning. Now, what does that song mean? Well, you know, you've got the lighthouse, right? You've got the lighthouse, and the ship is able to see the lighthouse. But how in the world is the ship able to see the shoreline? Well, at the time uh, that that song was written, what they had to do is they had the lights in the house, and they had lamps outside, and they would light those lamps so that you could see the shoreline. And if it weren't for those lamps, sometimes, you know, you've, you, the lighthouse that goes out, the lamp goes out, all you have is the lower lights. And those lower lights save people's lives. They save them all the time. And so we need to do the same thing with, with saving souls. But when you think about that, why are those lower lights needed? Not only to see, see the shoreline, but what? For what purpose? Well, it's because there's waves all over the place. You know, one thing about waves is that they're not always predictable. You don't always know what's going on with them. And so if, if we are like, like those waves of the sea, you know, and we're doubting, um, we're driven by something else. Well, we don't have control of things. We don't have control of ourselves. But we are driven about by our doubt. Verse 7, for let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. So if we are doubting, then you know what? Don't expect a thing. Don't expect a thing. The Lord's not going to give it to a doubting man. Now, what's the reason for that? Well, the reason's in verse 8. Look at verse 8. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways now the word double-minded is actually pretty interesting I, I think this might be the only occasion that it's mentioned in the new testament um i don't know that for sure but i'm pretty sure that that's it um the reason it's interesting is this because it, it literally means a man with two souls now now why is that significant well obviously that's impossible right man doesn't have two souls but it means that, you know, you, you've got someone that's going in two different directions. You go back to Matthew chapter 6 and verse 24, and it talks about, uh, you know, money. You know, you, you can't serve both God and money. You can't have two masters, right? Because if you have two masters, what are you going to do? You're going to love one and hate the other. You know, so, so you cannot have two masters. And... In essence, what we see in verse 8 is that when we lack faith, we are actually allowing ourselves to have two masters. When we doubt, we are double-minded. We are not living up to our potential. We don't have much faith. A double-minded man is unstable in some of his ways. No, in all of his ways. Now, why is that? Have you ever met somebody? <clears throat> Have you ever met somebody and, and you knew that they were just unstable? Now, uh, excuse me. <coughs> Could you depend on them for anything? 
No, you can't depend on them for a thing. Because when somebody lacks care and concern in one area of life, it's very possible for them to lack care and concern in all aspects of life, which is what it eventually does. So, brethren, when we are asking things of God, especially when we are asking for wisdom, let's do it in faith. Let's have absolute faith here. Let's not doubt. Let's remember that the Lord provides all things that we need. If there's anybody here tonight that needs to respond to the invitation for any reason, uh, we want you to do that at this moment. Maybe it is that you have not yet become a child of God. We'd love to uh, baptize you into Christ tonight. Maybe it is that you are uh, baptized, but you need to repent of something. We'd love to help you out with that. Uh, Whatever the case is, if you need to respond, please come as we stand as we sing.